And so we followed somebody else's way and it worked. This isn't sustainable because it doesn't feel good. So we literally burned everything to the ground. The programs went away. The clients went away. The team went away. The brand, like we shifted from Girl Tribe. Now we are like ready to serve women. We're ready to take our seat at the table. We're ready to be like growing ass women. And that's when we launched Femme, which was in the summer of 2019. Yeah, I think so many entrepreneurs go through this cycle. We like, we want the roadmap. We want the masculine energy. Somebody else just tell me how to do it, but we're doing it from like a wounded feminine place. Hello, beautiful souls. Today's episode is so, so good. And before we jump in, I have some exciting news to share. If you've ever wondered where you're blocking money, this is for you. I've created a free quiz to diagnose your money wounds so you can heal them and unblock yourself to receive more money. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com and answer six quick questions to get your insanely accurate and potent results. And if you're loving my vibe and want to work one-on-one to call in more feminine energy wealth, I would love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on social media or go to emilywilcox.com to learn All right. Welcome back to the M Makes Money show. I'm so happy to be here today with one of my mastermind sisters, Jacqueline Shaw. Jack is a wildly passionate coach and channel. She's known for taking her clients to the depths of their knowing, to their most intimate truth, where they're able to activate their authentic voice. Through her work, clients develop a deep trust with themselves. They eliminate any lingering shoulds, misalignment, and self-sabotage so they can unapologetically show up to lead in their power. As a human design expert, she guides her clients to step into complete energetic alignment, shows them how to access their sacred creation portal. The projector in her sees what they cannot yet see, and together they bring it to life. So Jack, welcome to the show. Hi, I am so excited to dive in and to have this conversation with you. So thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy that you're here. And my favorite thing is to learn about stories from powerful women like you. Like, how did you get into this? Were you always an entrepreneur? What was the journey for you? Always an entrepreneur, pretty much always an entrepreneur. I tried to have a job at one point in time. I was like, this is really not going to work for me. I was like, you know, the freedom, the flexibility has always been such a big thing for me. And I grew up with two parents. My mom was an entrepreneur. My dad made his own schedule. So I just like always saw the freedom that they had. And I mean, my mom grew a business from the startup. So I also saw the, like the work hard mentality. And I I saw everything like that my parents did to get to where they got to, but definitely was just like, oh yeah, I having like the freedom, the flexibility was always like a huge, huge, huge thing for me. And I started off my entrepreneurial journey, actually in the fashion industry, I owned a children's clothing store. So very different. I owned like brick and mortar business. Did you know that we have a baby clothing company? No, that's so I did funny. Not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. Yeah. That's what for five years until I had kids, I had a children's clothing store and then I had kids and I was like, no nope, more freedom, more travel, more flexibility. And that's when I dove into the online world. I started my first like online venture when my son was a little bit under two months old okay. and then kind of just honestly like fell 
into coaching a bit, started having my business partner and I, we were building this like Instagram platform and really just like sharing a lot of our journey. And then women started to come to us. We had both had built successful brands and businesses. And we had women asking us like to coach them in business. And at that point, we're like, what do you like, what do you mean? We didn't really even know what the whole coaching world was and kind of fell into it and loved it. And then we've grown and transformed a million times since then. Wow. That's wild. So you didn't have a coach at the time and women started asking you for coaching and you're like, what is this? Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was at this event with a couple of girlfriends and I met this woman who was a coach and I was like, what do you do? And she's like, you have people asking you to coach them. Why are you not doing it? And at that time I had a network marketing business. I was like, well, I do it through there, but like, what, how else could I coach them? And then she's like, no, no, like it's this whole industry. And so I was like, can you teach me? And she was like, yes. And so then my business partner and I were just like, let's hire her and figure this out. And we were basically like, showed up and like, Hey, just tell us what to do. We will do it. Do we'll do everything you say. Like, just tell us and we'll go for it. And we did. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love this story already. So I'm curious. So like how much money were you making with the kids clothing store and like walk me through financially what it looked like to close that. And then to start building the Instagram platform and go into business coaching. Yeah. The kids clothing store. So it was actually an interesting story of when I closed that. So brick and mortar business, it's like everyone, like it looks like it was like so wildly successful and all of the things. And it was like every dollar I made felt like I was like reinvesting it back into the business. It was like more inventory, bigger brands. And I carried a lot of like very high-end children's like designer brands. Like we're talking like $200 jeans for your baby. Like it was yeah, located in this pocket in Toronto, like just very like high fashion. So it was like every time I felt like I just kept like reinvesting, 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 reinvesting. So, well, I had so many friends saying to me like, oh my gosh, like you're living the dream and all these things. I was like, yeah, but every month I feel like I remembered like bills being paid and I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like, am I going to have enough to pay for that inventory coming in and the orders that I made six months ago. And so it was like successful, but it was always this like juggle of money is what it felt like. It was always this hustle. It was this always like figuring it out. And then during my second pregnancy, the building that I was in was getting torn down. So they're like, you're going to have to relocate. And I just was like, I think, no, I was like, I think I'm actually just done with this. I had already started my online business and it was going well and I loved it. And I was like, I don't even want to be here anymore. And so I just decided that I was going to close down. And I thought I was actually going to go online with that business. And then as I was closing down, I was just like, I don't want to go online. Like I'm actually like this chapter is just done. And I remember so many people asking me, like, when I locked the door, they're like, Oh, was it bittersweet? And I was like, no, it was just actually sweet. Like I just felt so complete with it. Yeah. I totally resonate with so many of the things that you've said because we built our baby clothing company online, but it's still an inventory business. And my agency works with companies that are scaling on Amazon and we work with bigger brands now, but when we worked with smaller brands, like cash flow was always a problem. And for us with our e-commerce brand, like it was a solid three or four years before we could start taking like any money out because Mm -hmm. it was growing fast. But when it's growing fast, that means that for every unit you sell, you need to buy two or three more 
to keep up. That's literally what was happening with me. I was just like, oh yeah. Like, so then the demand was bigger, but then I was like, okay. And then I really wanted to be known for bringing in, like, there were so many brands that I was like the first person in Canada that had brought them in a couple that I was the first in North America. Now they're literally everywhere. But I was like the first one, like I went and I sourced them. So then I was bringing in like the imports, like all the things I was like, my expenses just kept going. And while I kept making more sales, it was also with like my expenses growing at the same time. Yeah. And then when people are like, oh, you're doing so great for me, at least it sort of felt a little bit like, oh, like, is this success? Is this how success feels? Like there wasn't even a part of me that was like, no, I'm not successful. It was just kind of confusing. Like maybe this is as good as it gets. I don't know. Well, and I had seen like, this was my mom, both my sisters own clothing stores. So I had seen those. It's like the success is always with the hustle is what I knew. Mm, yeah. The success is always with the like, and I don't want to say like just making ends meet. Cause it was like the lifestyle was great, but it's like at the same time, there, there was no like overflow ever. It didn't feel right. like. It's true. There's just a lot of pressure that comes with it. Big time. If you've never wired like $40,000 or what, you're placing these huge orders and then it months and months before you sell even the first unit from that order. Yeah. Before, yeah, totally. And I remember sometimes I'd be like, those big orders, I'm like, whoa, look at all the travel points. I'm going to put this on my visa. But then I was like, then you're like always being in that, okay, you're ordering, you're paying for things like six months in advance. Like, yeah. So you get big cycle. So you shifted online, you felt really complete with the brick and mortar chapter of things. So would you start making money online right away? So the transition for me was a network marketing company, which I was making money at right away. I had a very successful network marketing business. And then that's when women were coming to me and they had seen me have my clothing store. They had seen what we had done. My business partner and I through our network marketing business, my business partner also had a successful business. So this is when women started coming to us, asking us to coach them and right away this is when we hired this woman who we had met and we were just like, tell us, we'll just do everything and we'll, we'll do it. And we had zero expectations. Like we didn't even know what was anything. And we launched a masterclass that was $44 and decided we were going to just run it and then offer one-to-one coaching. We didn't know that courses existed. We didn't know about masterminds. We're just like, this is what we're going to do. And then I remember that first person like saying, yes, it was for five months. It was $6,400 Canadian. And we were like, so rich. Like we were like, we've oh made it. And we literally, we said, we we're going to open five spots and we had six women book it. And we were like, we ran this $44 masterclass. And then we have all these women. And then we were serving them for the next five months and we loved it. But we were like, we can't take on more one-to-one clients. So then we launched a group program and it was like, we had all of these things happen very fast. But I think the thing for us was, is like, we didn't even know that this world really existed. So we had zero expectation where we were just like, so like, oh, we're going to do this and see what happens. So there wasn't any of this fear that it might not happen. We were mostly in this like, oh, imagine if, like, wouldn't that be so fun? And oh my God, if people paid us for this, like this would be our dream. And I think I'd spent so long actually coaching women for free and, yeah. and through my network marketing business, not even knowing that it's something I could make money off of. I was just like, oh, people are paying me for this and I'm transforming their life and we're creating all this magic together. I'm like, yes, please, more please. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And so that was the beginnings of the company that you have with your business partner, Robin, correct? So yes and no. So this is where our story kind of gets interesting. So that's our business at that point was called Girl Tribe. And we started off and we had 
all the success, literally our first year was a $350,000 year. We were like obsessed with everything we were doing. We're putting out, we figured out courses and we did all this stuff. But then all of a sudden we're like, oh wait, we've got to figure this out. We've got to have strategy. We've got to start doing things. And we started implementing funnels and nurture sequences and all of these things. And that doesn't feel fun anymore. This doesn't feel good. And we didn't really have the words to describe it, but we started feeling disconnected. I started learning about human design and I was like, oh, we're not building this in alignment with our energy. So all of a sudden we had all this excitement. We were like, yes, please, more, please. And then we put all this expectation on it. We should do it this way. We should bring this in. Oh, somebody else did this and they're an expert. So we got to do it that way. And all of a sudden this coach who we hired that were like, tell us what to do and we'll do it. We literally did. We'll do it. And so we followed somebody else's way and it worked. This isn't sustainable because it doesn't feel good. So we literally burned everything to the ground. The programs went away. The clients went away. The team went away. The brand, like we shifted from Girl Tribe. Now we are like ready to serve women. We're ready to take our seat at the table. We're ready to be like growing ass women. And that's when we launched Femme, which was in the summer of 2019. Yeah, I think so many entrepreneurs go through this cycle. We like, we want the roadmap. We want the masculine energy. Somebody else just tell me how to do it, but we're doing it from like a wounded feminine place. So this damsel in distress that doesn't trust herself, that just wants daddy to show her how it's done. And then you build something that feels terrible. And it was wild, right? Cause we did it. Like we did it following our energy to begin with and had all this right. wild success. And then we brought up all this other energy and it didn't feel good. And we literally saw the income spiral down. Like our first year was 350K and our second year was 128. And part of that was that we decided that we are burning this to the ground. We had a hard conversation. We were like, okay, we put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into this. Are we willing to let it all go? And we did, and we're willing to not make money for the next, however long it takes. And it ended up being three or four months. And we're committed to building this in alignment. We're committed to building a business that feels good. That's leading other women in a way that feels good for them and for us. Yes. So yeah. Like going back to what actually worked for you, which was like following the fun and the magic. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we can bring in the masculine energy, but that it's in alignment with us. So then that's when we really started. We're like, we want to marry the masculine and feminine in a way that literally eliminates any shoulds or have to. So like the very first thing we launched on the other side, it was called a stripped mastermind. We're going to teach you how to strip everything in your business that you're doing following a should or a have to, so that you can lead with this energy forward. I love that. And when you learned about human design as a projector, did you you, I mean, it sounds like you were kind of in hustle culture before, and I'm curious if there was a deconditioning that needed to happen for you as a projector in order to get back to alignment with your design. Yeah, there was definitely a deconditioning, but it was also at the very same time, I was the first time I heard my chart being read, I was the things that I've always like felt inside myself, felt known and seen and validated. So I don't want to say it was easy for me, but because I felt that so deeply, okay, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do all the recoding. And then probably the biggest challenge for me is that my business partner is a Manny Jen. So she's the Manny Jen energy. And then she heard my design. She's like, oh, what does this mean? Like, how are you going to operate? And how are we going to run a business if you're living as a projector? And so it did take a lot of like work for her and I to really come to harmony around a Manny Jen and a projector coming together to run this. Yeah, I can totally see that because I mean, I'm a Manny Jen. So I'm like, the world's built for me. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also like I was running a little mini mastermind, just like a two day thing last month. And someone in there was asking me questions and I'm like, what's your human design? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, do you know your birth time? Go pull your chart. And she pulled her chart and she was a splenic projector. And I was like, okay, if you've been living your whole life, not knowing that you were a splenic projector, like this is all of just about to blow your mind. And she was like, oh my God, there's so much that makes sense now. Well, this is like, and I've coached so many women who like similar and they're projectors and they're like, maybe I gave you the wrong birth time. They're like, no, no, I'm sure that that's not me. Like, I'm sure I'm a Manny Jen. So for me, I was very much, I heard projector and I'm like, that's me. Like I knew that was me. So I feel that like, then I was just like, for, I pretty much like draw the line in the sand for things. I'm like, I'm living that way. Like I was like, I am a projector and I want to be a projector and I'm excited to own it. I love that. That's so awesome. Okay. So you guys burnt everything to the ground, rebuilt as femme, launched the stripped mastermind. Launched the stripped? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the income went from 350K down to hundred and something, and then like take us up to present day. Yeah. So at that point, we, I mean, this was like the burning for me. And in that time period where we weren't making money, like everything in my world, like went away. I am like fully financially responsible for my family. My husband's um, in a startup business. And I was like, it's just like go time. I was very much living like month to month. It was very much like, uh, is Brent going to get paid next month? And I decided to like invest. This is when I invested in like my first like high level mentorship. I was like, nope, this is time. I'm all in. I'm like, I'm all in no matter what, like, I don't care how long it takes. I had felt this ping. I saw this woman online on one live and I was like, I want to work with her. I want her to be my coach. And I just went for it. My business partner and I went for it at that point. It literally, I made that investment. I was $200,000 in debt. I was two weeks late paying rent. And I made that investment before I paid my rent and it was $12 got left in my bank account. And I was like, just like time to do this. And I like had such strong belief in myself of not like, this is what's going to make it work or any fixing energy. But I was like, if I follow this, like knowing that I have of like the magic that we're going to create, then of course I would dive into this thing that I feel called to, because of course it's going to work because I'm all in. And so I jumped, I like jumped, not knowing what it was going to look like, even though it was like scary as fuck, even though I didn't know like how that next payment was going to come out, all of the things, but I just like went for it and it like literally changed everything for us. It changed our entire business. I entered this mastermind being like, if we just had like consistent 10 K months to start, it was like consistent 10 K months. And like the desire, the like big desire was 20 K months. I was like, Oh my gosh, 20 K months. Like if that's like what I get out of this year, like, I'm going to be so happy. And then a few months in, we were like, we kept playing bigger. We kept like bigger, 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 bigger energy. And we then declared that we were ready for like our first million dollar year. And the month after we said that it was like, like a 10 K month. And we were like, well, that's far off from like, what's a million dollar year, like average, like 83 K a month where we you're like, Hey, no, this is like, we have no idea how it's going to happen, but we're just going to keep leading with this energy, doing the things that feel good, launching the courses we want to launch, making power pivots along the way. And within eight months of being in this energy and joining this mastermind, we had our first six figure month and we've just continued to grow from there. That is so cool. And do you feel like it was really the identity work of stepping into the identity of like 
the woman who's all in, who follows her inner authority, no matter what. Yeah. Was that the shift? For me, it was like the belief of like being all in on myself. So when I like joined this mastermind, it it wasn't even like all in, I'm going to invest in this person. It's like, that was like my like signal to the universe. Like I'm all in on this for myself. I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to shift from the, like not moving because I was scared or because I was uncertain of what it was going to look like, or maybe I wasn't ready. I was like, no, I'm going to start operating as the woman like I desire to be. And I knew like I, I, I knew the power of my work. And so I was like, I'm just ready to step into it and own it. And one of the biggest things and why this declaration of the million dollar year was so powerful for both of us, for me and my business partner was the vision of the million dollar business owner. It wasn't outside of ourselves. It was like, who would I be? And so the questions that I asked myself throughout that year was like, when I was like scared to go live and talk about a certain thing, I was like, okay, if I was making a million dollars a year, would I be brave enough to do that? Would I do this? Would I let that thought live in my head? You know, would I allow that thought pattern to keep going and going and going? If I was like, had a million dollar business and I was leading women, I was like, of course not. So it helped me like really like slice like Mm. a bunch of shit away because I was like, nope, if I was like being the woman I desired to be, if I was earning what I desired to earn, like that stuff wouldn't get to live any longer. So it, Mm. it became a way for me to just like funnel into my truth. Yeah. I love that. Well, and it's, I mean, that's like collapsing time 101, right? Like when you can start making decisions through the place of the timeline you want to be on mm-hmm. the woman who already has the million dollar business, then you, the worlds collide much sooner. Big time. And this was like, at this point, women that I was in this mastermind with, like no one had had a six figure month yet. It was like, not even like really a big thing in the coaching industry, which is like shifted in the last few years. And I remember like, there was just so much that I saw and I allowed everything to expand me. And so I remember that there was five or six women within one month, like hit their first six figure month. It was like six, six, like here, 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 Mm. here, here. And at that point, I think our highest month, I think that was our highest month and it was 60 K and 60 K to hundred K felt wildly different to me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, all I thought was like, I celebrated them. And I was like, oh my gosh, if it's possible for them, it's possible for us. And I just said like, we're next. And it was like, we get to be next. Not like let's race to get next. It was, and then I wasn't like, okay, let's figure out how we're next. Let's make it happen next month. I was just in this energy of like, this is going to happen for us at some point in our life. Like we, this gets to happen. It's in our field. It's, it's like women around us are doing it. We get to do it. And literally two months later, and I still don't even know how if you ask me, but two months later, we had our first six figure month. Well, and one of the things you shared is that you like to celebrate the money before it lands. And mm-hmm. I would love for you to expand on that a little bit. So for me, I feel like, celebration is an interesting one for me sometimes, because I feel like if I wait to celebrate, it feels like it's this like reward and I've had to accomplish something. And so then I'm celebrating the results and Mm. I like to really celebrate the energy of it. And I feel like I just like when something's coming, I feel it. So our first six figure month is actually a perfect example. So since that's where we're at in the story, I'll go with this here, but we were, it was July. What year is that now? 2020. And I mean, what I can tell you about July of 2020, but the memories I have is like sitting in my business partner's backyard, having so many conversations, our kids running around and having like water fights together, us drinking rosé. Like we just had so much fun. We were together. We were connected with each other. We were connected with our clients. We were connected with our kids. If you ask me what I sold that month, like, I don't know. If you ask me all of these things, like there was zero how figured out in this, but then all of a sudden it was like, there was like this energy and this momentum building. And 
And there was five days, I think, to left in the month. And I was like, I think we're going to have a six-figure month. Like, I just like feel it. And I was like, let's just go celebrate this. And I sent a message to our coach. I'm like, okay, can we celebrate it? And she's like, well, do you know that it's going to happen? We're like, no, but it just feels like it could. And we want it. Like, we want it. We're like here for it. But like, we just want to celebrate like where we're at and how far we've come. And we called the babysitter, like a nanny, asked her to keep all four of our kids overnight. We packed our husband's overnight bags. We drove up to Whistler. We booked the champagne room where we're going to like savor a bottle. We booked a dinner. Like we just like went and we were like, had this entire fun night plan. And literally on our drive up there, a painful payment came through. And all of a sudden, like before we celebrated, but as we were in celebration, like it happened, we hit our first 100K month. And this has always been for me, this energy of like, when I'm in the energy of like celebrating where I'm at, celebrating who I am, celebrating what I feel is coming, it comes a lot quicker. I love that so much. And I'm curious, like, did you have to heal the part of yourself that was like afraid of disappointment in order to step into that like proactive celebration? Because I think for so many women, that's where we get in our way is like, but what if it doesn't happen? Or what if I say it? What if I pack my bag for my husband and tell him we're going to celebrate the hundred K and then there's no hundred K. So for me, it's not like, it's like, we're going to celebrate We're going to celebrate knowing that the 100K is coming. And for me, it's like, I don't care if it comes this month or next month or three months from now. Like I want to remember the celebrations along the way. And for me, the question that I would always ask myself, I'm like, okay, at the beginning of the year, I was hoping for like, I was desiring, like my big, huge desire was like a 20K month. What was that? Like seven months before. So I'm like, am I going to be disappointed? Like, am I actually going to be disappointed if I end this month at 91K? Right. No, that sounds ridiculous. So I would just ask myself questions like that. I'm like, am I willing to like hold that? Yes. I also have a very, just like, I I don't really care about people like judging me. And so I'm like, I can put that out there. Like when we said that put out the energy for a million dollar a year, like it was like beyond, like we just had 128K a year. It was like, it didn't make sense to say like, we're going to declare this our million dollar year. And I was like, what happens if it doesn't happen? Women are going to see that we went for it. Women are going to see that we own our truth. Women are going to see that we moved with this energy for an entire year. And in fact, guess what happened? We crossed that year, $958,000. So almost a million. So we're like, and it was our unmillion dollar year. And the thing was, is that mid-December, we had two programs that we were about to launch. We were living in Costa Rica with our families and we decided we didn't want to. We're like, we don't want to. We want to be here over Christmas and New Year's with our family. We don't want to launch these programs, even though it makes sense to, because that's going to be the push to have a million dollar year. Like we declared, We're like, that's not how we want to remember it. We don't want to yeah. force. We don't want to hustle. And so we let it go. We stayed open to the possibility of it happening. It didn't happen. And what actually happened, we were leading a program 14 days later, and it was called the Temptress of Time. And mid course, because it was a three-part course, there was like breaks, a payment dropped in. And I was like, I bet you that is the payment that like crosses a million dollars in at 365 days from the day that we had actually mm-hmm. declared it. So We did not have a million dollar year in 2020, and we did have a million dollar 365 days from January 14th. And that for me was just the like release of like, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I was not disappointed that I had a $958,000 year. Right. And so see what I mean? So I'm like, I can still celebrate it and I can hold the disappointment because to me, the disappointment is like, are you actually disappointed? 
Or are you disappointed because you didn't hit like this thing outside of yourself? That's like, that to me feels like external validation versus like, I looked at everything I had created. Right. Yeah. I love that. So fun. Okay. So 2020 was 958K. What was 2021? 1.3 million is what we finished the year at. That's so great. Mm -hmm. And then this year, you guys are still having consistent 100K plus months in your joint business. And then I know because we're in a mastermind together (laughs) that you're also doing some solo coaching and that your business partner also has her own thing going as well. So it's like just opening up more money channels, really. Yeah. And so this is for us when we actually first came together, we both had individual brands and then we decided to come all in on femme, which like, of course, this is what needed to happen for our energies to fully like merge and to grow together as a duo partnership. And her and I are both wildly different and we have wildly different like areas of expertise and how we love to lead. She loves to lead in, and like, she loves, she's, she's a visionary and she sees people's brands and she's like, a copy genius. She has this like way with words. So she helps people to really get their voice out there and their brand and their business and their elements of their strategy in that masculine energy. I lead in deep in energetics and feminine energy. And so together it marries for our clients very well, the like masculine and the feminine and the dance of like the branding and the energetics. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like deeper desires for her to like, really just like lead women in what she does and her branding. And there's deeper desires for me to lead purely in energetics. So for example, our masterminds have always been a combo of both. And it's been like, you get strategy with Rob and you get energy with Jack. Beautiful for people who want that. There's been a lot of women coming into our world that are like, I've got like the strategy. My business is working. I want to elevate now with the energetics. So I've opened up coaching. That's just purely me. It's one-to-one or it's mastermind style energetics. And she does the same within her own brand. And so it's actually, we're in this new transition again of women who come into our world that want both of us and want both of our energies can come into like a year long program with us. And then we each have our individual offers. And what you said there, it's like, now it feels like it's just like three channels of femme because everything we do is still part of our femme brand, but just really creating this like clarity of channels of like, okay, there's us together. And we're both individuals with different leadership and expertise and desires and visions. Yeah, I think it's really beautiful and watching you kind of navigate it in such a conscious way, I think can be healing for so many women too, right? Because healing the sisterhood wound, seeing women collaborating, seeing women then also being able to do something separate, but still a part of that. It's not like a breakup. There's evolutions and coming together is a new way. Well, and this is the cool thing too, because we've definitely had people online be like, oh my gosh, like what's happening? It's not going to exist. Like, why are you guys building your personal brands? Like, you know, they feel this and we're like, no, we get to do both. We get to have this and this and her and I like help each other in our individual brands as well. Like our team supports all three brands. Like it's all part of femme to us. So it's like our team supports the things that I do through my personal brand. Our team supports the things Robin does. We support each other and that. I think is so healing for so many because it's like, we've heard this for years, women rising together. And it's like, no, we we like truly can. Yeah. And I see it as like, there are so many bands that don't break up, but individual members will still like go do a solo album, 
right? And then come back together with the band and create another album and touring separately, touring together. And it's like, why can't it all work? Totally. And we serve people in very different ways and all three brands as well. So I think it's really clear for people when they come into our world that they're like, this is the type of experience I'm looking for, or this is, or this is, and there's like zero competition in it. Then there's like zero question, like, Ooh, do they belong here? Do they belong there? As a projector, I also typically like see, and I'm here to guide people. So I'll be, sometimes people come to me and they're like, I want to like work with you and like deeper in this. And I'm like, actually, like, I think this would be the best fit for you. And sometimes that means like going to work with Robin first, and then we get to dive deeper. Sometimes that means starting with me and then going to work with Robin. Sometimes that means working with one of us and then going through like a femme offer. So it's like people really do float all around the places because once you're in our world, we do offer so much. You can really get like the, the energetics, the strategy, the branding, the copy, like everything with us, but it, everyone's path looks different. So you talked about having a team to support you. And I want to just touch a little bit on profit margins or just kind of like what the expenses look like in your business, because I think it can really open up the audience, everyone listening mm-hmm. to the possibilities because you did have those moments of being 200K in debt, of investing ahead of where you are at. And I think many of us have that in our story. And it's not specific to coaches, right? Every business typically has the phase where you're spending more than you're earning, then you start mm-hmm. to kind of right the ship. But I do think one of the unique things about coaching is that often our margins are so good once you get up to the point that you're having 50K plus months. So just Mm -hmm. share a little high level around what the margins look like for you. Yeah. So currently our income is anywhere. Like our range is like a six figure to like between that 100 K and 200 K mark. And our expenses are currently with our team about 35 to 45 K a month. And so that includes like a high level mentorship that includes our entire team. So we have a podcast producer. We have someone who's on like full time with us. That's Siri started to pick up for me. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. We'll edit that out. (laughs) She's all of a sudden running. I'm like, oh, she wants to talk money. Does she? (laughs) Sorry. We have a podcast producer. We have someone that's on board full time with us. That is like client relations. She like does everything in the back end of our business. We have a VA, we have someone that creates all our graphics, a social media person. So we have a lot of support in the back end of our business. And then we have, you know, our expenses of running our business, like all of like our website and things like that. And then one thing that we really invest a lot in is like experiences with each other and with ourselves. So we have, Mm -hmm. we celebrate a lot. We have weekly, we have what we call femme days and we go and create an experience together. And sometimes that's doing something fun for our brand, like doing like a massive photo shoot. Other times that's like hopping on a helicopter and going for like overnight excursion. Like we really, yeah, we just have the experiences with each other and within our business. That's so cool. I like what a life. And thank you for sharing so transparently about that because I mean, basically you're at minimum 70% margins, right? And sometimes upwards from there. And then obviously there's a split between you and your business partner, but that's such a healthy business. So congratulations to the two of you for everything that you've built. And yeah, and it feels like 2022 is going to be even bigger, better, like just next level. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 2022 feels like for us with all like this 
this is the thing. Our business continues to change and continues to transform as we grow. And this is the thing that her and I are both committed to is there's so many things in our business that works. And we're like, if it doesn't feel like it works for us, like we pivot. So even currently right now, we're, we we haven't, we we don't take on one-to-one clients together. We don't have a mastermind together. One thing is that we both wanted a lot more space in our schedule. And so one-to-one clients wasn't allowing us to do that. And again, that's the, so people ask us the question, well, you've had six figure months with one-to-one clients. Like, what does that look like without? And so we're always allowing our energy to lead. We're not doing live launches of our courses anymore. So from a client perspective, there's new ways to work with us. And there's ways that clients have worked with us for a long time that they can't anymore. But every time we commit to following our energy and what we feel is right for us, all of a sudden, like we create something bigger, a bigger idea comes in, we create space for like that next level vision. And I think that's what this year is all about for us. And I think that we're going to yeah, see some incredible things and, yeah. you know, collapsing of timelines and, and a lot of quantum energy because of like the decisions that we've made over the past four or five months to make these like huge pivots in our business. So I'm really excited to see what 2022 brings for us. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like your story is a huge permission slip around like just permission to grow, permission to evolve, and like the trust that the money will meet you at each level, that the clients will meet you at each level. Even if it's your own playbook, you still get to burn it if you don't like it anymore and then write a whole new one. Yeah. And one thing that I truly believe, like with what you said there, that I often, that I think that people could always like, benefit from hearing, like when you said trusting that like the clients will come and that the money will come and that it will all be there. Like my belief is that there are already women out there waiting for us at every single level that Mm. we desire to grow into. And that that's true for me. That's true for you. That's true for everyone listening. And I think sometimes we have this idea, well, if I'm going to raise my prices, if I'm going to stop doing that offer and I'm going to move here, I have to like bring people along with me. I have to convince these people to come over here. Or there's like, all there's this idea of like, then people have to grow with me. Yeah. Some people are going to grow with you. Some people are going to grow with you in your business. Some of your following is going to grow with you. Some people aren't but there's already people waiting at your next level. They're waiting for you to step into it. So you can charge $500, $5,000, $50,000. Like there are people out there waiting for you at every single level for you to like actually fully own and step into your power and your truth and your energetic alignment with it. And so that to me is always the like game to like play. And that's where like this, like expansive energy comes in is like, Oh, who's going to meet me there. Who's already there waiting for me. So it's not this like, ah, I got to bring people there. It's like, they already exist. And so I start talking to the people that I can't even see yet to the people I desire to lead to the people who I know will be moved by my work because they already exist. They're waiting for me to up-level my game. I love that. It just totally flips the idea that you have to build it on its head. Like, nope, it's already there. You just have to meet yourself at that level. You have to meet yourself in your power and you have to like trust in it and you have to be willing to like lean in, in my opinion, like lean into the uncertainty of it and to not need to see it all and be able to figure it out because we can't have these quantum leaps if our humans running the show. So it's really being able to like follow your own energy and 
just trusting, 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 trusting along the way. And for me, I'm like, when we do the work for ourselves, it's like easier to trust ourselves. When we build this path of like, okay, I've done this before. I've followed my splenic kit, if that's what it is. You know, when I follow my intuition before, this is what, what happens when it's like, we're doing it from a place of like our truth, not following like the shoulds or expectations or what we think we have to do. It starts to become easier to trust ourselves when we continually do it. Well, I have no doubt that everyone listening is going to want to connect with you, follow along on your journey. So tell everyone where you hang out and the best places for them to follow you. Yes, of course. I'd love to. I hang out mostly on Instagram. So personally, that's Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore lots of underscores in here or for the wild fam is our duo business with Robin as well. So mostly on Instagram and also podcasting is always my favorite place to be. So we have the fam podcast is where you get more of this. Awesome. Well, we will throw those links into the show notes so that everyone can follow along. Jacqueline, thank you so much for being on the show. This was just, I loved spending this time together and I know that it's so valuable for everyone listening as well. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. And I'm so, yeah, just happy to be in this space and to be connecting with you and to everyone who's listening as well. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Changing the way we think, feel, and talk about money will change the world. I truly believe that. It starts with you tuning in and it spreads when you share this show on Instagram and Facebook and tag me at mmakesmoney. And you know what moves the needle the most? Taking just a minute to leave a five-star review on iTunes. This show isn't free to produce, so let's multiply those dollars invested to help this show reach a bigger audience each week so much for your help. I really appreciate it. And lastly, if you want more connection, more M makes money style riffs and a safe place on the internet to talk about money, jump into my free Facebook group, the money club. It's linked in the show notes until next time. I'm wishing you health, happiness,